Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, it's going to be a great day. Welcome to the Scotsman Podcast, the newest podcast from KSL Sports, where we will delve deep into the vast spectrum of Utah State athletics. I am your host, executive producer of KSL Sports TV, Matthew Glade. So, a little bit about me and why I am qualified to host this podcast. Well, qualified is a strong word, but... Let me give you some, I guess for lack of a better word, we'll call it excuses as to why I want to host this podcast. I've been here at KSL for 13 years as a sports producer, started out as a sports editor and just kind of moved my way up or stuck around and they had no choice but to, I don't know, make me executive producer. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but I graduated from Utah State in 2007. I've been covering local athletics, especially college football for the better part of a decade, like I said, I've also covered a lot of high school football, so I'm familiar with a lot of the high school players that are now playing college football for a lot of our local teams and other teams around the country. But the reason I want to cover Utah State football is, like I said, I'm an alumni. And uh, as much as that fan part of you kind of gets pushed down deep to the bottom of your feet when you're in the media and you don't really get to be a fan anymore, you still have a vested interest in your alma mater. So, uh, this gives me a little bit of a output for my fandom, since I don't really have that anymore, so to speak. I get to cover a lot of the games, but like I said, once you're once you're in the media, that side of you is really stomped out. I mean, it's 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 for everything. Like I, the peaks and valleys of fandom, once you become a media member, are very. I mean. They used to be, when I was in college, it used to be a roller coaster, like 300-foot drops and and hills and loops. And now it's just kind of a smooth pontoon boat of a ride. I mean, not a lot of ripples, and it's it's just very, it's very flat. I mean, I've covered jazz playoff games, I've been to bowl games, I've, I've been to all sorts of stuff, and now it's just kind of, eh, eh, I still enjoy it, I still love it, but the fandom part is kind of gone. So uh, with that brief tangent, I'm just trying to explain that, yeah, yeah, there's that small pa- small fan part of me that still wants to cover Utah State just a little bit. But uh, I, I, I do follow them a little bit closer, I would say, than I do most schools just because of that reason. And uh, 
uh, I'm excited to go on this journey, and uh, I hope that um, I can present to you guys, the listeners, a product that is both informative and entertaining. It won't just be me here on the podcast. I plan to bring the uh, the cavalcade of other KSL Sports members, such as Jeremiah Jensen. You might have heard of him. Kind of a big deal. He uh, smells like many leather-bound books. He just does. It's 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 enjoyable to work with him. We got Sam Farnsworth. He's our newest hire, our new KSL reporter. Hema Hey Mooley, Zach Hicken. You've probably listened to the Sports Beat After Hours podcast. They're ridiculously funny guys, very entertaining. Also know their sports as well. And there's many others in our department that I will have on that have strong opinions about KSL football and and have informed opinions, so that it's not just a bunch of guys talking. Um, so. Let me break down a little bit how I foresee this podcast going. For right now, um, we don't, outside of camp, <laughs> have a lot going on. So that's that's mainly where our focus will be. Once the season starts up, um, this will be a once-a-week podcast. Uh, I, I would like it to be more, but for right now, we're just going to keep it once a week. With everything else going on, um, with my position, I'm not sure I can spend more than one... Uh, one podcast a week talking about it, but uh, we'll see. Well, I'm just testing the waters here. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we're going to recap the game a little bit. <clears throat> uh, we'll break down some of the performances. I'll add a little bit of my own opinion because, you know, I still have opinions, even though I'm I'm covering it objectively, as a lot of people want to say. I mean, I still have opinions about how teams play and how players play, and I'll, and I'll give them to you. And, you know, those guys that I mentioned before, they'll, they'll help me do it. And so uh, until then... With camp going on, we'll just we'll kind of take a deeper look at some of the position groups during fall camp. We'll go over the schedule a little bit more because there's plenty to go over with that schedule. I mean, especially that LSU game, and we'll, we're going to hear from players and coaches who are kind enough to sit down and give me some of their time. I went up to Utah State Media Day last week and uh, sat down with a bunch, like I said, players and coaches: uh, Gerald Bright, Mike Sanford, Justin Enna, uh, DJ Williams, uh, David Woodward. Frank Mal- <clears throat> Frank Miley, all of them. They all sat down. They all talked to me. Um, by now, if you're still listening to this, you're probably wondering why they talked to me because I'm kind of all over the place right now. So uh, let's get started. Let's let's. I'm going to stop wasting time here. Uh, let's get started. We'll kick it off with the uh, our inaugural Scotsman podcast in the best possible way. It is my interview with senior running back Gerald Bright and. Let me just say, Gerald Bright is one of the best people I've met in this business. He's about as nice as a person as you can be. He gives you honest answers, and he's just genuinely interesting to talk to. Um, he's always excited to see you. He, he he treats you like he's your best friend. He's fantastic. You're going to hear this in the post, and I just want him protected at all costs. He is a state treasure, and one day, if he's on the Mount Rushmore of utah sports figures it wouldn't shock me he's that kind of guy so uh without further ado uh let's go to my interview from utah state media day with senior running back gerald bright coming into a to a new season what t- tell me about some of your expectations for for the utah state aggies and for yourself utah state aggies you already already know the number one goal is to win I'm going to spell it for you, W-I-N, win. That's the only thing that matters. We can win within any regards. I don't care how we win as long as we win. You want to win with style, but, hey, if you got a nail-biter and you still come out with that dub, it's well worth it. 
So that's the number one goal. A personal goal for me, myself, I would like to exceed beyond all that I can believe I can do on the field. I want this to be my year. I want to write my own ticket, and I have a few, I have a few goals in mind. I want to rush for a thousand, of course. I want to have the highest um, yards per carry average in the Mountain West, and hopefully compete nationally. Um, there's a lot of goals, but collectively, I just want to play with my guys and win. That's the main thing that matters. Let's talk about you for a second. I mean, you're the man this year. You know, Darwin leaves. You step in. Uh, how do, do you feel a little bit more pressure with that? I mean, how are you embracing your role as, as the number one guy now? I ain't no pressure. I ain't no pressure. Darwin, my guy, I love that man. Like I told him, I talked to him the other day. He motivates me because I was playing beside him. We were on the same team running the same offense, and he made it. That's my goal. I want to make it. So when I look at him, I see a successful man, and I see, some, I see me in him. And I see where I can be, and I see where I can go to. So, ain't no pressure. The business is still business. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing go change. I'm gonna still do my thing. What goes into like you, you, you're talking about these goals you want to do, and, mm-hmm. you're, and you're talking about all these aspirations and everything. How are you gonna make that happen? Well, me, I'm a cool, calm, collected, you know, suave kind of guy. You know, I keep it chill. I like to respond to my environment rather than my environment responding to me. So to break that down a little bit to help you out, I I'm a I am a um I mold, put it that way, I mold. So whatever needs to be done, I mold to that task to do it. I don't let the environment dictate how I feel. I try to control my environment, if that makes sense. So I'm I'm a calm, collected guy, so I just I'm just chill, <laughs> I'm just chill with it. I just do it. Just do it. The coach say you gotta do this, do it. And it's simple, just like that. It's, it's probably pretty easy to mold considering the, guy, the offense you guys run and the, guy, the offense you have. I mean, last year you set just about every record the school has when it comes to scoring points, when it comes to yards. You've lost a couple weapons. Mm-hmm. You're replacing four along the offensive line. What are you seeing from the offensive line? And um, do, you, do you feel like those guys can step up and, and, and make those holes for you in order to uh, I don't your feel like they're going to step up. I know they're going to step up. Cause we got high demands at this program, and we're the kind of we got the kind of coaches around us that put their arms around us, and they're gonna make us be whatever we need to be. And I believe in my O line. I believe in my receivers that's coming in here, stepping their first foot on the, on the Aggie field. I believe in my quarterback. I believe in my defensive line. I believe in everybody. So the goal is to make everybody believe, man, because belief is a is a very powerful tool. And uh, once you get that down packed. You know, the expectation would never level down, so you just got to make them compete above that level every day, and we're going to be straight. And then the guy you're standing next to in the backfield, Jordan Love. Oh, yeah, he the truth, the truth. Matter of fact, let's get the reaction. Let's get the reaction. Yeah, so these, they had these at uh, Mountain West Media Day, kind of yeah. the Jordan Love Heisman okay, let me, let marketing me try, campaign. Let me so we're gonna, you're going to try them out. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try them out, give you a little reaction video. Mmm, smell like a trophy. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm biting to that. They didn't the road, make them easy access. Yeah, the road today. to success ain't easy, man. It ain't easy. Let's see what it say. Say Heisman. Vote love. Mm. Now that's a Heisman taste if I ever tasted one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is my first time having these, though. 
Tastes like Heisman. Mm-hmm. Tastes like success. Tastes like mm-hmm. Tastes like Mountain West Championship. Yes, sir. <laughs> All the above. All the above. Uh, what, what are some of the things playing next to him that make him special? Jordan Love is just a fanatic, man. I love that guy. I remember when he first came in, he was a little toothpick. He was a little toothpick when he came in. Now he all bulked up. He got the confidence. He got the swag. And he got the knowledge. He the whole package. He can do it all. And I just love competing and playing next to him because when he's next to me, I'm like, man, I know Jordan. Jordan going to make – he going to do the right thing. He going to make the right decision. He going to know when to throw it out. He going to know when to hand it off. He going to know when to pull it. He going to know when to squeeze it in there. He going to know when to go for the big shot. He going to know when to get that, you know, get that small route so we can get the first – that guy is amazing. Ain't nobody like love. You got to love the love. You feel me? So uh, you, you have you, you have love coming back, you have some holes to fill, and you have a new coordinator to kind of put it all together. Um, kind of some uh, coaching, staff, uh, coaching staff change, pardon me. Uh, how's that transition been, and, and, and what's this offense going to look like under Coach Sanford? The transition has been amazing. Um, I've, t- I've talked to a few friends the other day, and I told them that I've never been around a group of coaches like this since high school and that is amazing because these coaches really care about us they have our interests first at heart it's all about the kids and i love that factor they believe in us will make us believe in ourselves even more so we're pertaining to the offense and we, we got the same goals you know of course we did all of those accolades last year and that's going to be hard to beat but we got to do it. You got to. That's why records are made. They're meant to be broken. So, <laughs> be broken again. so yeah, we're going to set it and we're going to break it. You feel me? <laughs> That's what we're going to do. What's, what's Coach Anderson like as a head coach? What stands Co- out to you? Coach Anderson is an amazing guy. I mean, he, he's right now he's on the verge to becoming one of my favorite coaches um, of all time. You know, I got like probably three top coaches my whole life that, that coached me. But he's a great man. Like I told you, he's very genuine and you know it's genuine. Everything he says is sincere, and it comes from the heart. And that's what I like about him the most. And then he's a, he's a football junkie. You know, he, he loves football, and he's going to coach it hard, and he's going to coach it good. But it's easier to, be, to accept all of that hard coaching when you know that a guy truly loves you. And that's what I like about Coach A. You know, coming into the season, it's a little different than it has been in years past. Um, Previous seasons, you guys have kind of been the underdog a little bit, um, maybe not taken as seriously as you should have been. Mm-hmm. But this year, coming off of last season, you guys are going to get everybody's best shot. Yeah. There's a lot of hype around you. Um, you're going to be the favorites in a lot of the games you play. What's, what's it like coming into a season like that, and, and how do you kind of block out the hype or adjust to the hype so you can stay focused on the game? Well, for me, I mean, I can block out the hype, but then you got to believe the hype. You got to know that I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to do this. I'm going to do this. You got to believe the hype. And that's my motto, believe the hype. But you got to also be modest in all of that as well. You know, you can't, can't be boastful or anything. You just got to live up to what the hype is saying, basically. Thank you again, Gerald. I, I can't express to you how much fun it was to talk to you for those 10 minutes that I got with you. Uh, just let's look at the running backs for a second. Because they lost... Darwin Thompson, we talked to him, talked about him a little bit in that interview, but it's it's rare when you lose a thousand yard rusher and you have basically another thousand yard rusher right next to him. Bright finished the season with eight hundred and eighty eight yards rushing, ten touchdowns, 
a staggering 6.3 yards per carry. He had 232 yards receiving, 22 receptions, three touchdowns. That is a lot of production coming back to the running back area. And Utah State did a phenomenal job of adding some depth behind him. They went out and they got Jalen Warren, East High School's Jalen Warren. He's been playing at Snow College. And all he did when he was in high school was uh, run for 3,000 yards in a single season. He's the first player in the history of Utah high school football to ever do that. He has a single single season state rushing record with 36 rushing touchdowns for senior in 2016. And by all accounts, he's looking very much that player in Utah State practice right now. And they also added Riley Burt. He uh, comes up from BYU. Uh, he rushed for 323 yards, two touchdowns last year. His best performance was in the uh, bowl game that uh, BYU played in uh, the... Uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl that we're all, as Aggie fans, very familiar with. They've played there a couple of times. So it looks like there's going to be a lot of smash and dash, it looks like, where you had Gerald Bright and Darwin Thompson, who are very similar in the way they run the ball. You've got some big, strong, powerful runners behind Gerald this year. It's going to be a nice change of pace. There is not a lot to worry about with this position Outside of those three, they've got even more depth. I, it's it's going to be hard to find touches for a lot of these guys. Chase Nelson moves over to running back. That guy was an insane playmaker in high school. It's an, I think it's a very good change for him. I think he's going to be much more productive on this on the offensive side of the ball than he would be at the, on the defensive side of the ball. So running back is not a position going through camp that I foresee being a big problem for the Aggies. Um the offensive line, which is kind of, it's, you you can't talk about the running backs without talking about the offensive line. is a very kind of different story. A lot more questions mark, question marks there, but I don't really want to get into it on this podcast. We'll talk to it on, we'll talk about it on another separate podcast. I just want to say thank you to all the Utah State fans for listening. And um, for any of you who aren't Utah State fans, who just happen to download this, or maybe you're stuck in the car with a Utah State fan and they started playing it. And you, they locked the doors, and you couldn't get out, but, and you were forced to listen to it. I still thank you for your time. I know you didn't have much option, but, hey, you still listen. So join me again next week. We'll have another one-on-one interview. I haven't decided which one I'm going to do yet. I'll take a look about it, but I'm going out of town for a couple of days. So when I get back, I'll take a deeper look at what I want to do because there's some great ones. It'll most likely be either Mike Sanford or Justin Enna. Those two are a phenomenal interview. Uh that, that there was so little talking by me because I, I gave them a subject and they just went. They have got a lot to say. They're, they're very interesting guys. Uh, and uh, we'll break down the offense and the defense a little bit more when I come back. But until then, thank you for stopping where the sagebrush grows.